Marvel fans, and welcome to What's New in Marvel Unlimited, where we take a look at the comics new to the Marvel Unlimited app. As always, there's a great selection of interesting stuff to take a look at. We've done our reading, and now we're here to help you navigate the vast chronicles of comics within the Marvel Unlimited app. Welcome back to What's New in Marvel Unlimited. This is Dan, and each week my daughter Sienna and I are taking a look at which Marvel comics are releasing digitally through the Marvel Unlimited app. For this week, we're focusing on the week of January 21st to 27th, 2024. There's mm -hmm. Sienna. Hi. Ready to read some comics or talk about some comics? Absolutely. Cool. So, we had a pretty good uh, list of books this week. Going to be fun to talk about. Before we get into that... Just wanted to note real quick, we did get some reader mail. Uh, Amanda, who's been with us uh, for a while now, listened to the podcast that Dwayne and I have been doing for the last couple of years, uh, wrote in to say hi, enjoying the podcast. I also read the Ghost Rider Annual when it came out in paper and liked it and enjoyed seeing Elsa. It was also my introduction to Hood. So Hood is one of the characters there. I don't know if we talked about him much, but he's kind of an interesting yeah. character. Sort of a... A normal crook who somehow accidentally defeats a demon and steals his stuff and gets supernatural powers. Mm -hmm. So, but, uh, very cool. Thanks for writing in, Amanda. Glad you're, uh, enjoying things. And, uh, hopefully finding some more cool stuff in this week's edition. So, you want to take us through and see a little bit of what we have here, Sienna? Yep. Okay. So, a quick overview for this week. We have 21 new items Five of those are Infinity Comics, 16 are regular monthly issues, and there are three first issues. So if we're starting with the Infinity Comics, we have Alligator Loki number 32, Avengers, Avengers United number 15, Marvel's Voices number 86, Spider-Man Unlimited number 20, and X-Men Unlimited number 123. Yep, and we're starting to, as we're tracking these, I've got them in a little chart. We're starting to see that kind of Alligator Loki, Avengers United, Marvel's Voices, Spider-Man Unlimited, and X-Men Unlimited seem to be sort of the core titles, mm -hmm. really, for Infinity Comics. I've been reading the Avengers United ones. Those are kind of interesting. Uh, the Marvel's Voices and X-Men Unlimited I'm um, reading as well. So... Have you been keeping up on any of these at all? or I checked out Alligator Loki a couple of times, and I think it's just kind of cute. So like the yeah. Spider-Man Unlimited, that's kind of a, you're doing the Spider-Man thing. Haven't really checked that mm -hmm. one out yet. Though. I guess I'm kind of just, I don't know. I just don't really read the Unlimited ones, and I don't know why. Well, they're, I mean, they really are kind of an acquired taste in some way, so I'm not surprised. I, I've tried a few of them, and I'm trying to get used to them. Because I want to see how this goes, and it is one of the sort of unusual features about Unlimited. But yeah, I'm having trouble really, really getting excited about those as well. Even though it is cool, they come out every week and the like, I'm still still adjusting to that. I feel so. like I probably would like to read them more if I hadn't started reading the normal ones the first. Ones? Because mm -hmm. now I feel like it'll be weird if I try to go into those. There you go. But they are pretty cool. There you go. And yep, and there's five of them. So if that is something you're interested in, they are continuing to roll them on out. How about the regular comics? What do we got for this week? Okay, so we have the Spine Tingling Spider-Man number one. Right, and then which other number ones? 
Um, and we have Crypt of Shadows number one and the Sensational She-Hulk number one. Sure. So, did you read any of those? I read all three of those. Okay. And what did you think of them? I like the Spider-Man one because, as you all know, I love Spider-Man. But it was also kind of a horror kind of thing, which I thought was cool. And the art was really cool mm -hmm. as well. A lot of horror stuff has a lot of cool art, I've noticed. Yeah, so, artists like get a that. chance to do their thing with some mm -hmm. crazier sorts of stuff. I also read that one. It was interesting in that it's continued very much. Yeah. I think that this is a is a story that uh, could have been could have been served by having a little bit more pages because I'm like just getting into it and then it's like continued next yeah. issue. So, but but I agree. I think that's it's fun stuff. Crypt of Shadows was a little bit different. It's what I'd call an anthology. Mm -hmm. Basically had a number of small stories featuring different heroes, um, Daredevil or whoever, with Doctor Strange's brother who's stuck in a mirror as a vampire as sort of the narrator yeah. in between the stories. And then at the end, we won't give it away, but something, something happens. Something crazy happens! So, we'll see that. Uh, even though it's a one-shot... It appears that this is something that's leading into something in the Doctor Strange universe. So if you're a Doctor Strange fan, checking out Crypt of Shadows might be good. Mm -hmm. And then Sensational She-Hulk. I thought that one was really good. I think I, I really like it because I like the show a lot. Mm -hmm. um, but this one was just like kind of, it was kind of fun. Like there wasn't that much serious stuff going on. It was just kind of her life yep. and what's happening. So, And this is actually kind of interesting. She-Hulk had an ongoing series last year. Mm -hmm. It went to like issue 11 or something like this. Same writer. Yeah. Much the same storyline. I don't really know why they canceled it and restarted it, except maybe just to get another number one. Because it's really continuing the same storyline as before. Uh, it's interesting because even though this is a number one, the story of her and Jack of Hearts, who's her mm -hmm. boyfriend, who he's a character who's been around since way back in the 80s. He ends up absorbing radiation. And the problem is that unless he's super full of radiation, if he's around She-Hulk, he absorbs all of her radiation and turns her back into Jen Walters and weakens her. Yeah. So he's got to be like super radioactive before they can hang out. Um, and then she's got lawyer things she's doing and hanging out with friends and the like it's a very different kind of comic yeah but, but then at the end of that one there's also kind of like a leading into the next thing yep. where something kind of dramatic happens yep so mm. i find these to be different but they are actually quite good i love the covers um jen martell does a lot of covers on these they're really cool and then just in general these are uh kind of a, a I think, like you say, if you enjoy the She-Hulk TV show, mm -hmm. they've got kind of that same vibe. Yeah. So. I did think it was interesting. There was, like, another comic on the end of it. Yes. Like a, a backup story. There. Yeah. Yep. And I was thinking that it was kind of interesting because I noticed the art was different. And I was like, is this a completely different story? Because it, it felt like the other one had just ended and then there was more. Yep. And I was... So what will happen yeah. there is if... Either they have a story that's a little bit short, or if they want to try and get a little bit more money out of the issue by pricing it up a little mm -hmm. more, they can put another story. A lot of times they're like eight pages at the end of the regular one. Yeah. And then 
sometimes they're completely different. Like back in the day, a lot of times I collected like the Flash and there would be Dr. Fate backup stories at the end or whatever. But in this case, sort of a, a related backup story. Um, good stuff, but She-Hulk is, I, I think, something that's going to be an acquired taste for some people. But I actually think it's it's a cool book and I've, I've been enjoying it. Maybe more than I figured I would. But I'm, I've always been a She-Hulk fan. Uh, even back to, there was a guy named John Byrne who did some of the same sort of tongue-in-cheek, sort of uh, more more fun She-Hulk books mm -hmm. back in the day. And this is kind of in that same vein. Okay, next we have Avengers Incorporated, number yep. two, which I also read. Yep. And I was, I'm actually very interested in this story because the first one had the whole, all of the like dead villains are coming back to life yep. and fighting her and i think that it's it's got a really interesting story with the whole like this guy is possessed by vision or whatever yep and nobody really knows exactly yeah. why or what's going on and it's also got a detective slash yeah. spy thriller kind of thing mm -hmm. where the wasp and the vision or the guy Victor who might Shade. be, yeah, Victor Shade, who might be the Vision, are kind of going in and, and solving almost like one-off mysteries while there's this larger mystery mm -hmm. as well. So kind of like that X-Files sort of uh, format from back in the day. So I, I really enjoyed that one. Mm -hmm. I'll talk about that a little later. Uh, we also have a Star Wars book. Um, this is the Obi-Wan Kenobi adaptation. Again, uh, if you like the TV show and want to read it in comic form, or if you didn't, have Disney Plus and you wanted to uh, see what happened, that one would work for you, but it is a strict adaptation of the show, so there's nothing different from there. And then Daredevil. It sounded like you mm -hmm. might have read that one as well. I actually really like this one. I'm still kind of confused about like the whole his past thing, but I'm kind of just ignoring that and yes. like just like, this there's... is what he's doing and it doesn't matter what he was doing before. There's a lot of past with Daredevil. Uh, some of the things, for those of you listening, if you're not reading Daredevil right now, uh, that she's talking about is we've got Stick, we've got Electra, we've got the Hand, we've got the Fist, we've got all the sorts. and the Fist? Yeah, there's the Hand and the Fist. Did you not notice that? I don't know these characters like you do. Well, the Hand so and the I Fist are the notice. organizations. Oh, so, okay. But, um, essentially... The entire muddied history of Daredevil is being played out again uh, in these comics. So, you know, a couple of years ago, uh, more than that, Chip Zdarsky's had a really strong run on Daredevil for a while, and he just passed the torch recently to Saladin Mehmed, uh, and him and Aaron Cooter are doing some really cool stuff on this now. So, I have been enjoying the new Daredevil, uh, liking that, seeing where it's going, see uh, how they continue here. And that, again... Only on issue number two now, and they are kind of taking a new direction. So it's a good one to check out if you're looking for something something new. Um, then we got a bunch of X books. Yeah. Astonishing Iceman, Children of the Vault. I've read both of those, and they are very much in... X-Men right now is in a whole thing where basically most of the X-Universe has been exterminated. Uh, an organization called Orcus has essentially either killed or exiled almost all the mutants on the planet. And you've got a few of them left, like Iceman, 
who are going around trying to continue to sort of do good and fight against Orcus. Uh, and then Children of the Vault is about an organiz or a group that are X-Men villains that are now returning to Earth and causing all sorts of trouble because the X-Men are no longer there to stop them. So, uh, interesting stuff. Uh, Deadpool, of course. Uh, Batter Blood. That's a one we'll talk about here in a little bit. It's actually a five-issue miniseries that just completed. So if you're a Deadpool fan, mm -hmm. great time to come in and read those if you haven't been. Because the, uh, the miniseries is over. You can kind of catch up on that now. Uh, Incredible Hulk. Did you read that one by any chance? I did not. Because it was on. it's on number five. And yep. I was mostly focusing on, yep. on number ones. Yep. And issue five is actually. It's part two of an ongoing story as mm -hmm. well. So uh, they're doing kind of shorter stories. So it's not that hard to catch up. The art and stuff in this is really interesting. I'm enjoying it. Uh, hit and miss with Incredible Hulk. Sometimes I like them, sometimes they really just are not my thing. But these have been really fun. So The Hulk was actually in two of the ones I read, though. Yeah. She-Hulk and the Crypt of Shadows. He was in both of those. No. Oh, yeah, because he was sitting around talking to the She-Hulk just uh, about... Mm. Right? Yeah. Well, he showed up near the end. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of talking about how... He had a better go of it because she can control her powers and everything and the like, and he kind of can't. So, um, Scarlet Witch, uh, nearing the end. That's been an interesting series. The art's really cool. The story's interesting. She's kind of opened a shop, and there's a door in the shop where people who have nowhere else to go will find that door in front of them, and then they walk through and can ask the Scarlet Witch for help. Yeah. It's actually interesting because. It reminds me a little bit of the Midnight Mission concept that's been going on in Moon Knight for the last while, where Moon Knight has essentially opened a um, an office in uh, New York where people can come who need help and, and ask him for help, almost like a, a godfather-type situation. And then we have Miles Morales' Spider-Man, which is on number 11. And I started this series, but I didn't get farther than, like, num number four. Mm -hmm. But I am very interested in reading it because I do love him. Um, but from what I saw in the first few issues, it's a really cool. Um, and it's got, like, a really... It's kind of similar to the Spider-Man India one in a way. But I believe the whole concept of it was that the government or whatever doesn't like superheroes having like their masks on or yeah. things like that it's kind of the same thing as adventures incorporated i think in a way well, but we're now into yeah. a completely different storyline and now it's all about vampires this one's got blade in it i actually read this one oh, and a couple of them and I see that. it is very it's actually very uh, what would you call it um It's almost like an old-style comic in that it's got a lot of panels. It's got a lot of text. It actually took me longer to read than most of the comics. Hmm. So it's got um, a lot a lot more um, sort of compression of story going on. And it's interesting stuff. Vampires seem to really be the thing coming up. I know we talked about how they're going to have a vampire event coming mm -hmm. up. Uh, and all sorts of things that they're doing to market that and everything. But... This is uh, this is kind of part of that. Miles is 
hanging out with Blade and they're fighting vampires and all sorts of things going on. Yeah. And then Invincible Iron Man is also on number 11. Yep. And I downloaded all of these because I knew I was going to be able to read them all for this. But I do think it looks pretty cool. Um, I just haven't started it yet. I have no idea what it's about. So this is but... one of the differences is I've been reading comics for 40 years. Mm -hmm. And after we did this for like two weeks, I had just gone and reread everything that hadn't started. Because it takes me about five minutes to read a modern comic book. And so I'm up to date on all of this stuff. Um, Invincible Iron Man right now is almost like an X-Men comic. So I'm a huge Iron Man fan. I've been uh, a fan of Iron Man for pretty much my whole life. And it's been a little weird. He is currently on his honeymoon mm -hmm. with one of the mutants from X-Men. Uh, it's actually... The one of the leaders, uh, Emma Frost, was the white queen of the Hellfire Club for a long time. She's been a villain. She's been a good guy. But they have kind of this weird fake marriage they're doing that allows them to try and take down this Orcus or, um, organization. Hmm. Because Orcus not only killed all the mutants, but they also went to the stock exchange and bought Stark International. So both of them are angry. And they've teamed up and are trying to defeat, uh, defeat Orcus. So it's a... It's a weird story. I'm not sure it's a particularly believable story. It's a very comic book story. But it's it's pretty fun. So. Okay. And then we have Ghost Rider, which is on number 19. Yep. Which I also think looks cool, but I haven't had a chance to start. I did read the Ghost Rider annual. That's the only one I've read. Yep. But I do think that the character seems cool. Um, and I probably will be reading some of this eventually yeah ghost rider this week was weird i i always find it a little bit unsettling when you've got like murderous children and stuff like that and this is a essentially a story where mephisto takes over a small town and essentially corrupts the children to get them to try and kill like, their parents like and stuff. Like just that Scooby-Doo episode. It's like the Scooby-Doo episode. That Ben hates. Only super murdery. Yeah. yeah. They weren't just trying to scare their parents away so they could watch TV all day. Correct. They are trying to actually kill them. They were murdering them and throwing them in a pit to give their souls to Mephisto. Okay. So not really like the Scooby-Doo episode but when it comes kind down. Kind of. <laughs> so, in any case, yeah. But uh, art's really cool in there. Um, story's very dark, but it's well done. And then we have Moon Knight, which is on number 28. Yeah, Moon Knight, I mean, I love Moon Knight. We did a yeah. whole podcast. You know. I know. Moon Knight. So I'd read these long ago, because I buy all of these on the on the newsstand. Moon Knight and Daredevil are the only books I buy on the, Dare, on the newsstand from Marvel these days. But this is right in the middle of sort of the last days of Moon Knight storyline, which is going to end with Moon Knight dying in issue 30, they say. <gasps> and I say they say because I already know, but Marvel Unlimited won't have it for a couple of months yet. <laughs> so, uh, but it's it's not a great onboarding point. If you haven't been reading Moon Knight, you don't want to start with number 28. But on the other hand, the Jed McKay Moon Knight story line uh basically starting from one going back a couple years ago right up until the relaunch now with vengeance of the moon knight is one of the best things that marvel has going on so i would always recommend 
reading these new Moon Knights. Uh, there's great Moon Knight, and there's some questionable Moon Knight over the years. This is one of the great Moon Knights. And then lastly, we have Star Wars number 39. Sure. Still in that Dark Droids mm -hmm. storyline, so that's kind of moving along there. Those are interesting. I'm, I'm liking to see where that goes. So, uh, But again, we talked about that last week. If you're interested in that, uh, you want to go and track down the list and start back at Dark Droids number one and see where it goes from there. Mm -hmm. So, jumping on points, we had three. Spine Tingling, Spider-Man, Sensational She-Hulk, and Crypt of Shadows. We talked about all of those already. The main thing to keep in mind is that there were a lot of horror-y type of things. That's actually because these came out three months ago, basically the mm -hmm. week before Halloween. So Marvel had a few extra books that they were putting out kind of to uh, to hit the spooky season and, and get people a little something uh, that's, a, that's a bit on the scary side when we're heading into the Halloween time. So... Kind of cool uh, that, you know, Spine Tingling, Crypt of Shadows, all those came out this week. One? Crypt of Shadows is a one-shot, but it leads into a storyline now in Doctor Strange. Okay. So even though it doesn't seem like, it seems like it's very much a cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. That cliffhanger is continued off in Doctor Strange sometime soon. Uh, from what I hear, I'm not going to be in another Crypt of Shadows book. Okay. So the two things we have that are bingeable are Crypt of Shadows because it's a one shot so that you can understand it without yep. having to go into anything else. And then if you wanted to read more about it, it'll be in the Doctor Strange series yep. sometime in the future. Yep. And then Deadpool Better Than Blood. Yep. Finished up its yep. miniseries. Yeah, the, the Crypt of Shadows, by the way, that actually was a Marvel comic back in the 70s. Mm. They had one that was kind of like that, where there was, you know, kind of somebody telling these stories and whatever. Not in the actual comic universe, but more just like as an actual regular horror story. Yeah. So that kind of riffs on some of the old stuff as well. Um, one of the other thing about Bingeable, there's going to be a lot of binging coming up if you want to, because of the 16 regular comics that we talked about this week, eight of them either just ended or will be ending in the next three months. Mm -hmm. So almost everything that we're reading this week is shutting down and either rebooting or going away. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. Okay. So what was your pick for this week? I picked Avengers Incorporated. I actually think mm -hmm. I'm really enjoying that story. It's different and interesting. I like the characters. I like the way they're doing the characters. The art is really very intricate and cool so i think we, we don't try and get in the creators on every book we talk about because it just take too long but i'd like to note that uh since it's one of my picks it's written by al ewing who's done a lot of great stuff leonard kirk and alex sinclair are doing the art so really a good really a good just sort of i don't know fun sort of mystery-ish kind of kind of book call back to some old characters Looking forward to the next one. Mm -hmm. How about you? I liked She-Hulk because I actually really liked the show. And so when I saw there was a She-Hulk, I was very interested to see like how similar it was going to be to the show. And it, it was very similar and it had kind of the same vibe, which I really enjoyed. 
because mm-hmm. I kind of like this slice of life sort of things, which is what She-Hulk was in the show and also was in this while still having some of that like action and like superhero stuff going on. Yep. So I like the mix of that and that's why I liked She-Hulk. Yeah, it's also interesting that it's almost like a um, an ensemble book because she's got so many of her friends and yeah. other folks that kind of come in either they have their little fight club mm-hmm. or hellcat patsy uh, walker is in regularly just kind of hanging out and having coffee and stuff like this so it is really almost more like giant days for superheroes yeah in some ways you know like archie for superheroes type of stuff mm-hmm. and, and so it's kind of cool i've I, I again i think it's it's an interesting sort of diversion from sort of the the normal kind of Marvel stuff. All right, so with that, got uh, Avengers Incorporated and She-Hulk as our picks. That ends our uh, our review for this week for the comics coming out on January 22nd. Next episode, we're going to be taking a look at books from the January 28th to February 3rd. That should be hitting your podcast feed on Tuesday, January 29th. So look for us there. And we'd love to hear from you. So email us at unlimitedanswers@comicsovertime.com at or find us on Instagram or Blue Sky at Comics Overtime. Make sure to subscribe now in order to get our weekly look at what is new on the Marvel Unlimited app. You can find us anywhere fine podcasts are available, including iTunes, Google, Amazon, Spotify, and our hosting platform, Podbean. Yeah, and like Sienna says, we'd love to hear from you. Let us know what your favorites were this week. What uh, what comic books did you find on Unlimited that you uh, you really enjoyed? Be interested to hear what you're thinking of the the stuff that came out recently. Santa, I think that's it for this week. Have a great one, folks. We'll Bye. talk to you next week. Bye.